You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of B-School. I've got a great guest on the show for you today. Her name is Andrea Wise. She is a nutrition coach, a trainer, and one of the founders of Ascend Performance Global. Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you today. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you. I know that I talk a lot on the show about how we can be students of our bodies and really get to know ourselves, but I don't do a lot at all in the nutrition space. I dabble a little bit in the fitness, but really a lot more in like the getting to know yourself. So I'm excited to lean on your expertise today. Amazing. I can't wait to share. So one of the places that I like to start with my guests is just getting to know how they got into what it is that they do. So when did you start to realize that nutrition and fitness was something that you really wanted to make a career out of? So I grew up as a pretty active child doing all different kinds of activities and sports and eventually ended up playing softball in college. I'm from Oregon originally, but came to Chicago and played softball at Loyola University. And while I was there, my strength and conditioning coach was a huge mentor to me. So I fell in love with fitness and training even more. And then I had a couple other opportunities come up while I was in college in the training and fitness space. So it just kind of fell into my lap. And I started doing it full time after I graduated college, when I thought that I was going to study to take the LSAT and go to law school. And that never happened. So I've been in the fitness and nutrition space basically ever since. Wow, that is such a journey. And it's cool how you can see the through lines of the fitness and wellness and nutrition throughout your story. But I'm curious about the law school part. I know a lot of people who listen are in the midst of the career that they thought they would have, or they're thinking about switching. So whenever someone says they thought they were going to do something, and then they went in a different direction, I always like to lean into that a little bit more. So How did you know that law school for sure was not the direction that you wanted to take? Absolutely. So I have been in fitness and training for a little over 16 years now. So when I first started out, I was in the space because I had just graduated college and I was looking at it as a means to an end for me to you know, have sustainable income and insurance after I graduated and to use it as a point in time to get experience. Well, I happened to have some clients when I was out of college that were in kind of the space that I thought I wanted to go. I had an FBI agent as a client and I had several different lawyers. And I was really able to kind of pick their brain about what they were doing and what a day in the life looked like in terms of their specific story and really just realized that I didn't want to do that. And I was like, I don't want to have to sit at a desk all day. I don't want to you know, have to do all of these things that they were kind of explaining to me what their actual job entailed. 
And it was such a turnoff to me that I was like, no, I'm not going to do that right now. That's not what I want to do. So that's kind of how, how I kind of made the, the pivot. That's really cool. I love that you were able to talk to people who are actually doing the work and get the behind the scenes instead of just the, the perks that you see. Like now you look on Instagram and you see like, oh, this person looks like they're traveling the world or they, I'm thinking of like people who are consultants, they get to travel all the time and they do all these things, but then they're also sometimes working 18 hour days. So there's a big difference between what you see and what happens when you talk to someone and how they spend their day to day. A hundred percent. So I was super thankful that they were able to kind of, you know, pull back the curtain and be very transparent with me about what their actual job entailed. So I want to bring it back to what your job is now around nutrition and around fitness. And a big thing that I found personally and that I hear for other people is finding what actually works for us. Like, I know for me with fitness for a long time, I actually grew up running. I did cross country for some seasons and then I did track. And then after a while, I just realized I don't like running long distance. I don't like running anything over two miles really. And so I found that like hit workouts and things that were really high intensity, but for short amounts of time worked well for me. They worked well for my attention span, but that's kind of work that I've had to do over several years to figure out what is something that I'll stick with and something that feels good for me. What are tips that you have for people who are trying, first, let's start with the fitness routine, but trying to find workouts that are something that will be sustainable for them? Sure. So everyone's different. Just like you said, what you like maybe isn't going to be something that I like and vice versa. So if you're 100% new to the fitness industry and you really don't know what you like, then I highly suggest just trying some different things, trying different classes, trying different studios, different formats, things, you know, maybe more intense things, maybe a little bit more flowy and restorative like a yoga and just kind of see what, what you're drawn to and what feels good because you need to kind of have some kind of balance and I don't like that word, but you need to have some kind of variety. If you're just doing HIIT workouts all the time, you know, there's other things that your body is missing out on in terms of the restorative piece and the mindful piece. So finding things that you like in terms of time and frequency to kind of get you to the goals that you want to achieve And if you're someone, again, who's just brand new and starting out, maybe you just need to start experimenting with some different things at home. You know, there's tons of different options in terms of apps and YouTube videos and all different kinds of things where you can kind of just try things out and figure out what you like and maybe what you don't like or what you want to learn more about. That's a definitely a great starting point. And I want to go a little bit deeper around just the different types of balance. Like for me, cardio, I like hit, but I also like to do yoga. And I also like to just have some days when I stretch. So what types of activities do you think people should try and incorporate maybe over the course of a month to have, I don't really like the word balance either, but to have (laughs) like a really integrated fitness program that is just something that will help them be able to 
move better and feel good in their body? Sure. So what I like to do is start with whatever the person has for a goal and then kind of work backwards and reverse engineer what that plan looks like and what their day-to-day schedule looks like and what they have time to do. So if it's someone who's maybe a little bit more seasoned and they're used to working out three or four days a week, then I would definitely suggest that in there at some point, a couple days, there needs to be some kind of strength training because for men and women, it's important for our bone density and having muscle on lean muscle mass on your body is how you end up burning more calories throughout the day. And you're just staying, you know, strong and active so that you don't get hurt and you can move well. And then working in other things like some mobility or some yoga or some things that are mindful. And those are also things that you can do at home easily, 20 to you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes a few times a week. So really, it kind of depends on the individual because I don't like to make anything cookie cutter for, for anyone. So really just kind of working backwards from your goals what time do you have to allocate to this? You know, what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? And then just making sure that just like you kind of plan your work week, you're also planning those different times into your calendar every single week so that it's actually happening. I love that. It's definitely when I, I look at my own journey around fitness, I would have times where I worked out a ton. I'd have I'm coming out of a time where I haven't been working out as regularly. And for me, I'm always trying to figure out what is something that's sustainable, something that I can keep up with, and then also make sure that I'm coming from the right place. Like I notice for me when I'm not moving my body and not getting active, I just feel a lot more stiff. I have a lot less energy and it's just a little bit harder for me to move throughout my day, both like physically move throughout my day, but also energy wise move throughout my day. So it's something that's always changing, but I love hearing from you just pieces that people can start to think about. Absolutely. You know, I'm a big proponent that movement and food are both medicine and, you know, moving more and sitting less creates so much energy shifts for us both physically and mentally. So if you're looking to perform better at work or, you know, be a better person, if you show up for yourself both physically and, you know, mentally, and then you're being conscious about the foods that you're putting in your body, everything's going to be better. And I truly believe that. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that's a, a good segue into talking a little bit about the nutrition piece and my path along this has been something that's really unfolding. I've definitely over probably the past past three years started to realize that foods just don't sit well on my body anymore. Like, I don't know when it happened, but I'm basically lactose intolerant, but I'm reluctantly accepting that. So I have to be aware of like not having as much dairy. Otherwise, I'll feel really unsettled in my stomach. The listeners will know that I don't drink as much alcohol anymore because I just found that it was really, well, for a lot of reasons, part of it, the, the rebel in me is like, 
why do we have to have alcohol and everything to make it fun? Like, can't we be mm-hmm. fun people without alcohol? But then mm-hmm. once I stopped and reincorporated it, I was like, I'm getting headaches from this. or this is making me feel anxious in the moment. So I'm curious for you as someone who works around nutrition, what are your thoughts on how people can start to, I guess, engage with their relationship to food and start to understand what foods work well for them and what foods don't? Yeah, and that's such a big piece because at the end of the day, regardless of your goal to you know lose weight, feel better, have more clarity throughout your day, reduce the kind of midday lull where you feel like you want to take a nap, a lot of that has to do with food. And we really need to figure out kind of what our why is. And I'm really big on that because it really ends up being the driving factor for so many things. You know, why are you eating that? Are you eating it because you're bored? Are you eating it because you're anxious? Are you eating it because, you know, you're depressed and you want something, you know, you're using it for comfort to feel good or you doing it and eating that because it makes you feel good and you want to fuel your body. So kind of, you know, asking yourself those questions and you really have to be open and honest and present as opposed to, you know, the mindless things that we do, say on a busy day, we're just grabbing some food because we are hungry and need something to eat. And we're not even thinking about what's going on. And we're doing work at our desk or something like that. So kind of taking some time to be present and just present with our food. And then thinking about, okay, well, how did that make me feel? Do I do I feel good? Do I feel bad? Is it making me bloated? you know, what, what's happening from what I just consumed. And, you know, that's a, that's a pretty difficult thing for some people to do depending on where they are in their journey and what their, what their goals are. But at the end of the day, I believe that it's really important to make sure that the foods that we are consuming are as, I don't like the word clean either because we get one time on this earth in terms of, you know, getting able, being able to live. So I think that we should enjoy food and enjoy life. So it doesn't mean that you can't ever have dessert or have that drink, but what you're doing consistently over time, are you eating vegetables? Are you, if you eat protein, are you eating lean, good sources of protein? Where is that stuff coming from? You know, are you consuming fruits? Or are you consuming a bunch of things that are just coming out of packages with chemicals that you can't even pronounce and you have no idea what that is? Because over time, that really does have an effect on how you feel and how you're performing. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I In college, I went through this whole phase when I was really into working out and like trying to do clean eating. And I have since shied away from that term as well, just because... I never had an eating disorder, but I was like tracking calories and I was finding that I was getting really obsessive about it. And thankfully Mm -hmm. I stopped myself before it started Mm -hmm. to get unhealthy. But that's why so much of my focus now is on listening to myself, understanding what works for me and what doesn't. And I love that you mentioned that why, like just asking the why in any part of our lives makes a world of difference. Understanding why you're eating something or why you feel like you have to engage in a certain workout or why you're at this job or why you're in this relationship. Like it's just such a transformative question. 
Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree. And, you know, food and the whole nutrition piece is something that we could talk hours and hours about. And everyone has a different path and a different journey. And so you just mentioned keeping track of things was not beneficial for you because you started to see habits and behaviors of obsession. And there's other people who are very analytical and that's just how their brains work and they need to they need to see things and they need to track that so that they can understand kind of what's happening. So even those little things is really dependent upon the person in terms of, you know, how they learn best and how they kind of receive the information best so that they can then make a good decision to move forward however they feel like is best for them, their body, and then again, for them to reach their goals. And it takes a little bit of guidance and support because we can't all just do that or we just don't know, you know, what, what that thing is or what we should do. Because again, there's so much information on the internet and we're inundated with all this information. But if you, if you don't know, and this isn't kind of your area of expertise, then it's like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. There's so much information. How do I figure this out? Yeah, there's so much out there and you can drown in all the information and the misinformation as well. There's Because everyone can just have an opinion on the internet, which in some ways is really good and in certain cases can be dangerous as well. Well, I want to move into the lightning round of questions before I invite you to share how people can stay connected with you. So these are three questions I ask everyone who's on the show. The first question that I have for you is, what's something you've learned recently that you're excited about? Ooh, I've been learning more about copywriting, which is so random. And yeah, I've just, I've just been learning a little bit more about copywriting and kind of how to be a better writer for engaging your audience. That definitely is a cool topic. I feel like sometimes it seems like magic when you cannot figure out how to take what's in your brain and fade in a way that connects with whoever's on the other side. Yes, and it was it was very simple things. You know, you kind of have that like aha light bulb moment, but it was really great to kind of read it and have someone connect the dots for me. That's exciting. Is there a specific resource that you did or course that you took? Oh gosh, I can't even remember what the the copy or the title of the book was, but it was it was all about kind of copywriting and different perspectives so that you can be concise in your messaging. I'd have to I'd have to find it for you. Well, no worries. If you think of it, you can send it to me and I'll put it in the show notes. If not, that's totally fine too. I put you on the spot. Um, okay. And then the, the next question is what is something that you're unlearning? either something you've unlearned or are in the process of unlearning? Mm. Being less judgmental about myself in terms of what I think I should be doing or where I should be at. Mm. That is so good. Yeah. And talk to you as you're going through that journey. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. It's, you know, it's really interesting, I guess, when you, kind of take should out of your self-talk, it really makes a big positive difference. Yeah, it does. Well, I'm sending you so much love as you continue to go through this. But it's, Thank you. Yeah, it's so beautiful. 
as you continue to give more grace to yourself and then are able to extend that grace to others as well. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And then the last question, always ending it on a high note, is what is something that you have, what is a way that you've grown that you're really excited about? I have in the last six months really invested in myself by working with a coach and I have just seen massive amounts of growth in myself and I love it so much and find that it has been so valuable to me that it's something that I will continue to do. That's amazing. Congrats to you for making that investment in yourself. Thank you. So how can people continue to stay connected with you if they want to learn from you or maybe even receive some support from you? Absolutely. So I am on Instagram a lot and share a bunch of different videos and whatnot on there. I also have a website. But I'm also gifting you and your audience some little tips that they can use daily and a little video to kind of reinforce those tips. So I'll give that to you and you can add that to the show notes so people can find it there. But Instagram is where I'm at a lot. And then I'm actually on LinkedIn and I've started kind of doing that as a new project more to kind of jump on there and share because... I know that as professionals, you know, we don't always take care of ourselves or don't have those things kind of at at top of mind. So I've really been enjoying sharing on that space as well. I will link to the resource that Andrea is so graciously sharing with us in the show notes as well as her website, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I've been hanging out on LinkedIn more as well, and I'm connected with Andrea and her posts are always like a good reminder to keep moving and to be conscious of how I'm feeling in my body on any given day. So Andrea, thank you for all the good that you're putting out into the world. But thank you also for taking the time to be on the show today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm grateful that I am a guest and hopefully some of these tips will resonate with people and help them through their day and hopefully more than just the day, move through their life. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for listening and I'll be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.